Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pointless Void, a podcast where two screenwriters and friends get together and turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. It is currently World Cup season. Yes, it is. Exciting. You, you're a huge World Cup fan, right, Carter? Or I not am. just World Cup, but soccer in general. Yeah, I'm just a huge soccer fan, and so especially World Cup. I'm excited for it. It's been a great time. Great World Cup so far. Been fantastic, been fantastic. I, uh, I mean, USA's out. They are out. They did make it. They're the second youngest team in the World Cup, though. And so that's fair. I mean, there's some no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> like what USA fan really is a fan of USA. I mean, USA citizen is a fan of the USA team. Mm-hmm. Like everyone I know, like you, you're not a USA fan. I'm not. I, I um, cheer for them. I hope they do good. But at the same time, like if they lose, I'm not like, oh, I mean, I was sad when the Netherlands beat them. Oh, yeah. No, I was. Because it's like, I mean, I'm not going to cheer for the Netherlands. Obviously, I'm going to cheer for USA, but mm-hmm. um, I'd much rather Argentina win or Korea yes. win or Brazil win. or uh-huh. We don't want Brazil win. We want Argentina to win. We want Argentina to win this year. This year exclusively Argentina. And then mm-hmm. next year we'll take South Korea. I'm yeah, okay with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the U.S. It's in the U.S. next next World Cup. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That's, that's going to be fun because it's like so all excited. over the U.S., right? Yeah, all over U.S., Canada, and Mexico. They're just doing like a North American World Cup, mm. which I guess Mexico is considered Central America, but tomato, tomato. It's <laughs> what do you think of the World Cup song? Have you been here listening to it at all? Yes, I like it. I think it's really good. Who's the main guy that sings it, though? What's so, his name? Uh, Jungkook, B- Jungkook. Uh, B- BTS. Mm-hmm. Well... BTS is technically disbanded, but he was in BTS. That's what he's famous for. Mm. But then there's also, let's see, featuring Fahad Al Kabasi. I'm playing oh, it right here now. Here it is. Um, I'm not sure who that is, but he has a really cool voice. I mean, I'll just let kind of let it play as we talk. Oh, yeah, I like it. I think it's a great song. I think I'm biased towards other anthems for the World Cup. I mean, obviously, Waka Waka Shakira, Waka Waka Shakira was is so iconic, legendary. And then also Pitbulls for Brazil was really good too. And that one's actually an interesting one because Pitbull's actually from Brazil. Most of these other ones is he? Yeah, he's Brazilian. Oh, I I, I, I now gotta look that up, but I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I thought he was. That's interesting. I mean, I believe you, but I just thought he was not. <laughs> yeah. I assumed he was like from, <laughs> so wait, he's from Mi- some other South American country. He was born in Miami, Florida. Okay, he's where's his good. parents from, though? Pitbull, ethnicity, Eth- <laughs> ethnic background. Oh, he's Cuban. Where did I get See, Brazilian that's what I thought, from? That's what I thought. Cuban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally thought he was Brazilian. You know what? It might have been me with the 2014 World Cup and Pitbull singing it. I might have just thought he was just from Brazil. Oh yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Um, did. Did Shakira sing? Where, where was that at? Where was that? South cover? Africa. Okay, so it, d- it wasn't in Colombia. They mm-hmm. don't get like people from that. They place. did have someone from that place join with them, though. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think the person that was like, Tuesday. That, that, that was. A I think she was actually South from South African artist. That makes sense. Probably in here too. I think that the, guy. So is. this guy featuring might be Qatari. He might be. I'm not sure if or he is. Or Middle Eastern. He might be just like Middle Eastern in general from the. Yeah, when he sings, I'll turn it up a bit. Yeah. But but I really do like this one. I also like the uh, waving flag. That one actually I don't think was made for the World Cup, but they used it. Like Coca-Cola was like, oh, mm. we're going to use this as our anthem for the World Cup. And so. <laughs> oh, Coca-Cola had its own? I think so. I think that was only that year because it's the Coca-Cola celebration version is like mm. the one everyone listens to. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting the sponsors. Like, I mean, obviously the World Cup is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. Like, no, which is incredible. This is the guy. I'll turn it up for a bit. I don't know if this guy's Qatari or not. He has a good voice, though. Anyway, I'll turn it down and we'll keep talking. Okay. So, Waving Flag became huge when Coca-Cola used it as its promotional anthem for the 2010 World Cup. So, it's Coca-Cola's anthem for the World Cup. Which I can't think of another song that got as big as Waving Flag did from, yeah, from a, a company using it as their promotional ad. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that song was huge. Yeah, yeah I remember listening to it. It's a great song. It's it a good it. song. Um, I, what, I, what I was saying before, the, since the World Cup is so big, 
it's the biggest thing in the world. The most people are watching it. Yeah. Which I think is an incredible thing that we can get the whole entire world together to watch sports. You know what I mean? I don't even, I'm not even a huge sports fan, but I just think it's like incredible. Yeah. That the entire world is like engaging in this same mm-hmm. conversation at the same time. Like it's bigger than the Olympics. Right. It's bigger than the, it's bigger than everything. Do they play soccer in the Olympics? They do. Okay. They typically, that's when the World Cup teams bring in their under 20 teams. So they bring in their B squad to give them practice in professional games. Okay. Is what they'll do. Um, the only other time that I can think of that they brought someone actually major was for the 2000. When was the Olympics in Brazil? That was. 2016? That was like two Summer Olympics. Yeah. Because the last Summer Olympics was in um, Japan, right? Wait, no, where was it? <laughs> I have no idea. I, genuinely, I cannot remember at it all. It wasn't Beijing. I just, I just specifically remember that was when, um, oh, what was that huge gymnast that everyone's... Simone Biles? Yeah, Simone. It was like Simone's first like big year. That was Brazil. 2016. Yep. yep, yep. Okay, and it was Rio de Janeiro, which I also think is interesting. The World Cup picks countries as their host, and the Olympics technically picks cities as their host. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're right. It's the Beijing... Olympics. It's the Salt Lake City Olympics, you know? Yeah, to it's get old the, 2002. It's the London Olympics in yeah. 2012. So, I think that's that is interesting. interesting. But they, that year when it was in their country, they had Neymar, who is... Uh, I lived in Brazil for a little bit, and a lot of people don't agree with this, but just like outside perspective, Neymar is probably one of the best Brazilian soccer players living, right? That's ter- currently playing for their team. He's like their best one. Yeah. Um, but they kept him to play for the Olympics so that they could get the gold for their country while it was in there. Okay. And so other than that, they hardly ever, like, bring their A squads into Olympics. It's always their young training groups that are growing up. So they're 18 to, like, 21-year-olds who just okay. need experience. Okay, so it's not the World Cup because, I mean, they keep their pros for the World Cup. That's bigger. Yeah. So Messi won a gold medal when he was like I think eighteen or seventeen before he was on the, um, okay, yeah, the yeah. official men's. Speaking Argentina of Messi, team. I was doing some more research. I, I think, it, it it's hard to find a article that doesn't consider Messi one of the like the greatest soccer player of all time. Some yeah. people will think it's Pele. And let's explain who Messi is. You you go ahead because you're a bigger <laughs> fan of him than I am. I love Messi. So let's see. So I think I think we are going to write a Messi movie. That's why. I agree. Yeah. So we'll give a little history of Messi. Because we haven't even brought up the movie yet at all. Briefly. Yeah. And so Messi was born in Rosario, Brazil. Uh, Rosario. We talked so much <laughs> of Brazil. Rosario, Argentina. <laughs> um, and so he started playing uh, soccer at a very young age. He was considered one of the best in their clubs, um, you know. All in the rest of the world, they don't really do this inside the U.S. But in the rest of the world, clubs start recruiting kids at like ten mm. or eight. They start recruiting kids into their club, and they have club like smaller teams that they slowly go through, and yeah. they upgrade all the way until they can play for their actual team. And so he was on somewhere in Argentina, and he got diagnosed with this um, sickness that will prevent his growth. And I believe he did take some medical procedures to make it where it wasn't as bad. But as of right now, I think he was only like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so anyway, his club dropped him. And one of the biggest clubs in the world, um, FC Barcelona, picked him up when he was 12. And so at the age of 12, he moved from... So this wasn't even the first club he was in. No. Um, but at he, 12, he was picked up by at Barcelona. At 12, he was picked up by Barcelona. And he moved all the way to Spain. And grew up there and played there since last year. He uh, he wanted to stay. There were some arguments because the management in FC Barcelona is not the greatest. Wanted to stay, um, but the team couldn't keep him. And so he had to leave to PSG, which is another amazing um, football club. But he just grew up through the ranks. He uh, And has been known ever since he was a kid. He was one of the top prospects. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. Like, if you look, if you look up the greatest soccer players of all time, mm-hmm. half of the time they have Pele as number one. 
obviously. Yeah. Like the other half, it's him it's above messy. Pele, and Pele's number two, which is a huge feat. Which is a huge feat because Pele is amazing. Pele is. I mean, he won three World Cups. Uh huh. In three different decades, too. Yeah. We were discussing that. And he, like, won his first World Cup, like, at 19, 18. How old was he? 19, I think. Let me look this up just to be. I mean, but he was a, he was a pro, like a full on top of the top of Brazil at 18 years old. Uh, Brazilian <laughs> Brazilian striker was 17 years old when he won his first yeah, World Cup. Yeah, see, crazy. Eight, 17. He's a senior in high school. A junior in high school. <laughs> I mean, I would argue that Pele is number one. I, because and I would respect that. I think, every, I think even Messi. Messi would respect that entirely. I don't think he would put himself as number one. Messi's very humble. Like, he doesn't talk about himself a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, only Michael Jordan does that. But, um... True. And Cristiano Ronaldo. And he is not as he's not as good as Messi. Controversial, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pele, uh like he not only did he win his first World Cup at seventeen and he won three of them, he like changed the game. He did. Like me- as good as Messi is, as many goals as Messi makes, which he has the most out of anybody. Uh Pele has the most out of anybody. That's you. I thought we looked up. Messi, Messi has did. the most in Argentine history. So oh. for the Argentina national team and in La Liga history. Okay. Yeah. So even Pele has the most goals. But Pele even, does have the most even goals. when Messi beats that, because he probably will. I mean, he's yeah, going to. I mean, he still has. A few he's going to keep yeah. playing forever. Like he's never going to change the game like Pele did. That's true. Like Pele, I think before Pele played, they really just kept the ball on the ground. It wasn't in the air very much. They didn't use their head. They didn't like volleys. Court, Vo- like yeah. The the skill that the corner and the and the crossing came in. Yeah. And um I mean like does Messi have anything like Pele where he like like when I think of Pele the first thing that always comes to mind is him like doing like a backflip kicking the ball in the goal. The the bicycle kick? Yeah. Yeah. That's like an iconic move that does Messi have that? Does No, any... he doesn't have an iconic move. He doesn't. When I think of Messi, what I just think of is he does the basics so well, which sounds like a total, you know what I mean? But he just a, he's not fancy. I mean, he he just does it so simply. And it just looks like there's a cloud gliding on the field. And so he's not as like air, acrobatic at all mm-hmm. as Pele was. Pele, I think, is more acrobatic than Messi. Messi's a more, his his skill comes in the ability of his speed to keep the ball with him at full, like running and having the ball just right at his feet. Okay. Um, and being able to get through defenders with just basic dribbling, which is amazing. Does – I actually kind of forgot what I was going to say. So if we were to write a messy movie, which is what I want to do, mm-hmm. is it more – I mean, it is interesting that he had some growth disease or what or disorder – that's interesting. Uh, do we want the movie to be more about his adult life and being a huge soccer player or his childhood? Because there is a Pele movie that's very good. There, I, Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. There and is a Pele the Pele movie is about his childhood, right? I think so. I think it's like how he got to where he was. Because I'm pretty sure when he mm-hmm. won the fir- World Cup at 17, that was mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Yeah. Like it was him. Like there was a thing that, that kept coming back where he would go to like a mango tree and he just kick around mangoes like for like hours every single day. Like he would try as long as he could to keep the mango from touching the ground. Uh-huh. That's just like one example, but like the movie was just his childhood. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what we want to do. I don't know. I don't know anything about his childhood. I I mean I learned about this man like 5 days ago. Yeah. <laughs> we could. I think it would be more interesting to kind of do a different I I think it should be more about his adult life. Actually, yeah, I mean, because he's going to win the World Cup this time, so yeah. people are going to be interested in his adult life next year when this movie comes out. Exactly, because exactly. he won the World Cup this so, year. <laughs> exactly. Car- I just Should saw Carter knocking like, on wood. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> knock on wood. He's like, he's going to win the World Cup this year. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> because so, this podcast is going to affect Argent- Argentina. Hey, maybe Messi listens to this. Maybe Messi's going to see this episode uh-huh. because it's going to have his name in the title. Yeah. And then it's going to like throw him off in the game. And we're going <laughs> to, because he's going to be thinking about like, it. No. Not- <laughs> Either one. So, is it, okay. So, should we do a movie 
that he wins the World Cup. Let's just say, like, pretend, not pretend, but make me remember what we think what would happen if he wins the World Cup, if that makes sense. Okay. Or what's another take that we could go on Messi's? <coughs> I mean, so another thing that's interesting, um, we could talk about, uh, uh, what's the guy's name, Maradona? Is that how you pronounce his Maradona. name? Yeah. Do we want to talk about him and how he, like, kind of held Messi back for a bit? Because, I mean, because then it. we can add Maradona into the movie, and that's a, I mean, that's a character people care about. I mean, he's a real person, not a character, but. No, agreed. So, ex- talk talk a little bit about that. Why, what what was that thing with Maradona and Messi? So, there was a lot of rumors. Um, I'm trying to find the article on it, but. Um, so Diego Maradona was the manager of the Argentine football team during the 2010 World Cup, which is like Messi's, it was Messi's first World Cup where he was the star, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like and he was a, like yeah. he was in his reign. He was now a starter at FC Barcelona in tw- 2006. He was still pretty young. Um, yeah. but now he was like lo- early twenties, I believe. And Maradona is one of the greatest soccer players to ever have lived. He is. Yes. Um, no one can deny that. According to, I mean, not according to anything. He's won two World Cups for Argentina, mm-hmm. the only two they have. Yeah, and um, I mean, they're having, they're gonna have three. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> and but, so, yeah, there was a a lot of reports coming out at the time, and Argentina did not play well that World Cup. I think we were out in the quarterfinals, which is. We won one group in the elimination. So we won the, we made it out of the group stage, won our next game in the final of six, the round of 16, and then we lost in the next group by like four goals to Germany. And Messi never really did anything amazing in that game, uh, that whole World Cup. He was kind of a back burner. And there was a lot of rumors that Diego Maradona was actually not using Messi as much because he didn't want Messi to break his records and become as good as he was. Now, could our team at that point have won the World Cup? I don't think so. I don't think we were as good, but he was trying to hold back Messi. I mean, that's I mean, obviously that can't be proven, but that's just what people yeah, assume. Mhm. Um I mean, what 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 was Maradona's personality like? Is that believable? I believe it. Diego Maradona, okay, if anybody knows soccer, they know Diego Maradona is a crazy human being. Okay. He just died from a drug overdose. Okay. Um, He's also he fat cons- as heck, or he was. He was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he considered himself the king of Argentina. Like, he thought of himself as a god. Okay. To that country. And okay, I can see. Respectfully yeah. so, everyone did. And then, you know what, even if this is not true, I think that's a fun story to write about. Like, just like, you know. Yeah, maybe, you, uh, you know, make a little fictional but i'm like pretty sure i'm trying to find the articles about it actually but that's what the speculation was that's believable i mean i could see i could see michael jordan doing something like that i don't know michael jordan does own a basketball team but they've never been that good they used to be the bobcats now they're the suns or no sorry not the suns what team does he own um, Chicago Bulls. No, no, he doesn't own the Bulls, dude. There's no way Michael Jordan. He doesn't oh, own the owns Bulls. the Bulls. No, he oh, owns no, Charlotte um, Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. Hornets. Yeah, Hornets. Yeah, I don't know why I said Suns. Did he play for the Suns for a second? Why? Why is Michael Jordan connected to the Suns? Um. Anyway, that doesn't really matter. But like, they were never good. But I could see Michael Jordan holding back a player because he wants to be the greatest of all time forever. Yeah. Or, like, who's another example of this? Muhammad Ali. It's like Muhammad Ali was coaching somebody. Who was becoming a better which boxer? Was Muhammad Ali? He was not the greatest boxer of all time. I saw your mic stand keeps sinking. What's happening? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not tying it enough. Yeah, Sorry. tighten that like hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> there we go. Like Muhammad Ali, he like talks about he's like the greatest thing of all time. Like if you go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, he has a his star mm-hmm. is on the wall. Wow. Everyone else's is on the ground. Yeah. But Muhammad Ali says no. I don't want people stepping on mine. He said that? Yes. <laughs> and so his is hanging. It's the only one. Really? The only one out of all of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, he thinks he's the greatest person that's ever existed. 
But I'm if him and Mike Tyson got in a fight, I'm pretty sure Mike Tyson would knock him out in a few punches. Yeah, I. It Are is they true. the same weight class? The highlight? Uh, no, I don't think so. But Muhammad Ali, I do agree. He did have some amazing highlights, though. He did have a great career. But is he the greatest of all time? I'm with you on that. I don't know if you he is. I mean, he was the greatest for his time. Oh yeah, greatest for his time for sure. But I don't know sure. if the greatest of all, all time. time. But maybe, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't around yeah. when he was fighting, and I'm not even a huge fight fan. Right. I don't know too much about boxing. I know, you know, um, the class, Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Um, I know Cinderella Man, James okay. Braddock, who is the 30s. Conor McGregor, but he's not a boxer. He's yeah, a he's an MMA. MMA fighter. And he's even not the best. He's just the funniest. I, <laughs> I mean, is he not the best? No, he broke his own leg last match. I don't oh. think I don't think he, I don't think he's the best, but I love him. Like, <laughs> like he's like getting pulled off on a gurney from breaking his own legs, and he's on the mic and he goes, "Your wife is in my DMs." Conor <laughs> <laughs> McGregor, and that's he how if, if you want if you want to if you want to speak in a Irish accent, you just say Conor McGregor. That like gets Conor you McGregor. into Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. That like gets you into the spirit of Irish. Um, I might have I. I wonder if my uh, family has any Irish in them. I don't know why I even thought of that. Um, but okay, so so what what do we want this movie to be? Because when you write a movie about a real life person, obviously a lot of it's not real, but some of it's real. And I just don't know what we want to focus on. Do we want to focus on a lot of Maradona because he is an interesting person? He does have a god I think he complex. Be in, I think he should be in the movie. I think uh, maybe for not all of it, but I think at least part of it, because Maradona has done a lot like with Messi as both being like two great Argentine football players. Um, another thing that was very controversial that Maradona did, he like accused, <laughs> not accused, he uh, went on air just to tell the world that Messi is nowhere close to Cristiano Ronaldo in skill and that he wished that Ronaldo was playing for Argentina. <laughs> Who is Ronaldo playing for? Portugal. Portugal. And, he, and he was like, he wished Ronaldo was playing for Argentina and all this stuff. And he just kind of, he just trashes Messi. I, like, all of his articles, he just trashes him. He's never given encouraging. Mm. Anyway, I just don't like, I do not like Diego Maradona. But, yeah. I don't I mean, know where you, we should go you, with. You weren't around when he was playing, so it's not like you care about him. Exactly, and that's another thing too. Was like just, I he wasn't was just a alive. fat has been when you were when you were around being a soccer fan. Exactly, <laughs> he was the manager of Argentina, which everyone was like, "Oh, the god has returned." <laughs> yeah. I don't want what. Tell me this: Why mm. is soccer so loved? Because it is. It's fun. It's a good sport. Like I'm not gonna hate on soccer, but like, why is it the? Like, let me give you an example. My uh, uncle lived in Colombia for a few years. And at the time, Colombia, it was the World Cup time. This was in um, 90, I can't remember what year it was. But it was a long time ago, in the 90s. And there was a moment where uh, the, I can't remember who Colombia was playing, but they kicked the ball to pass it. So it wasn't a shot. But the guy tried to block it, and it deflected off his foot and went in the goal. This actually happened in the Argentina game against Australia. Yeah. But um, so this happened, and my uncle at the time, when he saw this happen, he's like, that man is dead. And he went home to Colombia after the World Cup, and he was murdered mm -hmm. in a week. Yeah. Like, why do people care so much about it's soccer? It's not even that good. It's like a super <laughs> slow game. It's a fast game, but like, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just like biased because I'm like a basketball fan and they score all the time. Right. Um, but like soccer just seems like, I just don't know why it's the biggest sport in the world that people like are killing people for. Why? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, why is the biggest sport in the world? I actually don't know why that one is. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. One is because all you need is a ball. That's fair. And it's, you the need, fun, it's you definitely your fun ball, to play. A ball in your feet. Like, it is so simple. Like, when I lived in Brazil, you would just walk through the streets, and kids are scattered the streets with just anything circular. <coughs> Most of the times, they'd have a soccer ball. 
But sometimes they didn't even have a soccer ball. They would just have something random um, that mm-hmm. they're just kicking around. And you don't need goalposts. All you need is uh, two little, you can put, I don't know, a leaf somewhere and a stick on the other, and that's your goalpost. And kids yeah. can just play it wherever. You don't need a field. You don't need a court. You don't need hoops. You don't need pads. You don't need I mean, anything fair. to play it. And so that's why I think it's big in a lot of, especially in a lot of third world countries. I mean, it's probably the easiest sport that and running, you know what I mean? Like those yeah, athletes. I mean, I do, I do actually understand like the fact that there's like three goals scored by both teams in a game does make the goals more exciting. Right. Like for example, listen to this. This is. So that's Carter. <laughs> that's Carter during the uh, Argentina Australia game. Yes, yesterday as of recording this. Yeah, um, that was the first goal made, December third. Yep, <laughs> and Carter just freaking out. It was a beautiful goal. It was it a beautiful, but it was a great goal. Yeah, it was a Nutmeg's great goal. Nutmeg's one of the defenders, and he 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 went through the legs of a defender and um, the, goal, the goalkeeper, goalie, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a fantastic goal. But yeah, you were very excited. I was very for it. excited. <laughs> but it, we were like forty-five or forty-three minutes. It was almost halftime, and the before first the goal first happened. goal, yeah. I mean, so I do understand that. Like that is exciting. Mm-hmm. Like the most exciting part of basketball. I mean, people get excited every time there's a shot. But I guess like a dunk or a big three-pointer, people get hyped for. But it's like not the moment isn't as big because it's like common. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. And so I want to get, but there's a lot of, I I do like soccer a bit, but the Mm. reason I hate, I don't hate soccer, but the reason I have disliked soccer in the past is like, for one, I have to live stream soccer games and I have to go to these college games and they're just like the most boring thing because I have to sit there on a computer. Okay. And I have to work (laughs) or I have to run like a camera, which is like a pain in the butt. So though that's like the first time, like I got into like the rules of soccer was having to run this stupid live stream. I don't I like live streaming stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't love live streaming soccer. And so that's like the first exposure I had to a full soccer game. Yeah. Other than like, you know, I played soccer as like a kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like every kid did that. Yeah. And I think another reason why is you need to understand soccer more to understand the good things that happen during it, if that makes sense. Like the challenges the defender makes. That's fair. While and because I was thinking, I was like, you know what? But football, American football, you can score a lot of touchdowns. Don't get me wrong, but you also don't typically score a lot. Like I just looked up what's the most common final score for games through the NFL history, and it's twenty to seventeen. Yeah, which in soccer is like three touchdowns and two, three to two, right? That's more or less. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the average soccer, I think it's like. 2-1. Two, one. So it's a little more, don't get me wrong, but there's still only a few like scores, right? Yeah. Touchdowns. Because each point each mm-hmm. score is worth six or something. But seven. with each individual play, it's easier to see the great things that happen, right? Like a good catch or an interception or good defensive plays, you know, or That's a fair. solid run. And so it keeps in audiences more engaged in that one. Because it's easier to see the little stuff, goods that happen through it. Mm. While basketball, you have a lot of scores. You also appreciate steals and you know, forcing turnovers and stuff like that. But it's easier to see the accomplishments of good plays in football yeah. more often. Which I think is the reason why, even though you don't score. Yeah, so maybe if I knew the rules better. But like to me, it's like, oh, they work so hard. They're like killing themselves and then, oh, they miss. And then the or the ball gets kicked way down to the other side of the field and all is wasted. That's how I visualize it, but I just don't know the rules well enough. Mm-hmm. It is fun to watch the World Cup though, especially with you. Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> it was fun to watch with you guys. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So the average soccer there's about two goals scored a game in soccer, and there's about five touchdowns in a thing. So it's about twice as much, but still, mm-hmm. I think that's just kind of why is that difference of being able to see them on the pitch and seeing their on the pitch. That's a soccer term on the field. <laughs> I also love the different terminology that all the different sports use. So in soccer, yeah. it's pitch is the soccer field. Um, boots are your cleats. Mm. And um, right. A goal you score in football. It's a field 
their cleats. Touchdown. And basketball, yeah. it's a basket. Yeah, in a court. But that, that's basketball is different because it's like in a totally different. That's true. Totally it's like, different. It's not a grass yeah. area. Uh-huh. I've never heard the pitch though. Yeah, and then for practice, they don't call it practice; they call it a training. Mm. Like, all right, everybody, I'm trying to do my British accent. I suck at doing a British accent. <coughs> all right, everybody, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go to training. <laughs> go to training in it. Um, and then coaches are called managers. They're not called coaches. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder who the heck called football, American football, football. I mean, was not soccer called football? What? I mean, you know how. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard something about this. Are you ready? I want to know if it's true because it's a TikTok. And so, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, we'll believe it. We'll, we'll believe it. Okay. I'm going to tell you what the TikTok says. You can do your own research for yourself. Okay. Soccer started during the medieval times, right? Okay. So I'm going to just spit out a number and I'm just going to say the 1400s, right? 1300s. Spit out a number. I actually don't know when. But medieval times. And the name for it, the origin of, let me phrase that. The name for it is soccer. And the translation. The translation was actually soccer. So football's newer. And so football's newer. And so... And then they said the rest of the countries didn't start calling soccer football until the, like, 70s. Okay. And that's when the rest of the world called it football. But the difference was... So we shouldn't be calling it American football. We should be calling it international football when we're talking about soccer. International football. Or just call it soccer. I I prefer soccer, honestly. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Okay. We don't call basketball hand dribble ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a name for it. You don't yeah. call tennis racquetball. That's also a game, racquetball. <laughs> but uh, <Right. laughs> like, uh, you know what I mean? Like I've heard the argument. It's like, well, football, you use your feet. It's like, yeah, I get that's simple. But that's also why I feel like soccer is better. It's a name. It means something. I don't know. You could argue the other way, but I, I like soccer. I prefer the name soccer. And maybe that's just because I'm American. But And so there's this article. Okay, it's the ENIAS.com. I actually don't know what site this is. Anyway, they start talking about the history of soccer. Um, most countries started calling it soccer until the Americans called it soccer and the Brits went away from soccer to not be like oh, Americans and really? they called it football. They didn't want to. Okay. Yeah. It was so, called soccer, but then the Americans called it what it's called and they're like, oh, we can't use it now. Yeah, so the word soccer was a recognized we way. To be different. We're British. We. Okay. So. We call our juice squash. Yeah. I hate the British words. <laughs> <laughs> the word soccer was a recognized way of referring to association football in the UK until around the 1970s when it began to be perceived incorrectly as an Americanism. And so they said, oh, the Americans keep calling it soccer. We're going to call it football. That's weird as heck. Because <laughs> um, every everywhere in the world calls it football, right? And it makes yeah. sense in English, football. But in Portuguese, it's fuchibol. Okay. Fuchi does not mean foot. Like, the translation isn't there in the other languages. They just call it football, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it makes sense in English, but in other languages, it doesn't make sense in their language. It doesn't mean football. Like, your foot. foot. Yeah, because in, like, Portuguese, I think it's pie. Pie balo. That would be football. Or bound de pie. That would be if they actually called it football. Like, <laughs> but they just call it football. Interesting. Yeah. And so, I yeah, mean, that's kind of interesting. I never knew that. England is the biggest place for soccer in the world, right? So, uh, like, if England does it one way, the rest of the world does? Yeah, I think so. Especially now. In the past, it was Italy, actually. Really? Yeah. Diego Maradona played in Italy. Napoli, Juventus. Italy won three World Cups. Um, in the early 2000s and late 90s, Italy was the place of soccer. And then, of course, Brazil, the only country where their national sport is actually soccer, is Brazil. Um, Brazil's the best at it. But the most recognized, like, league is the Premier League, which is England. And so that's where a lot of great players go to. It's one known, it's known as one of the top leagues in the world and has been for, like, 100 years Mm. It's always been one of the top ones. 
So Barcelona is a league where Spain. So Barcelona Spain. is a club in a league called La Liga, which is just direct relation to league. Okay. <laughs> and you said Messi played there until just barely. Yeah, I think till twenty twenty one. Who's he playing with now? Paris Saint Germain, which is Paris Saint Germain. <laughs> um in Paris. He plays okay. for he plays in Paris with Mbappe, who is the French I'm going to call him the French Pele because he won the World Cup at 18 yeah. last. I mean, and the, he's amazing. The French are the current uh, champions. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And did so, they, do they? I mean, do they call that like they're defending their title? Is that a thing, mm-hmm. or is just like yeah. a new season? No, they're called defending their title. It's and not they, as big. Is there actually a cup that they have to trade, like give once they lose it? A cup? No, well, no. I mean, no. they call it the World Cup, but I mean, there's got to be some trophy of some sort. Oh, it is. It's a very famous trophy. But they don't. It doesn't move. They just get a new one. I believe so. Okay, yeah. I think. I'm I'm almost certain of it. I, I mean, I, it, would, it would be weird if it moved, but yeah. I just wasn't <laughs> That would be sure. kind of a cool idea, though. Because, like, France has it. It's like, who's going to take it now? Yeah, who's going to take the cup? Who, what they country talk gets about to hold that? the World Cup? Yeah, they talk, They should, actually. No, that I would, think they that should. would be cool. They can get, like, a replica to hang up to be like, we won this World Cup. Oh, yeah, they, but I mean, the actual cup should get transferred from Yeah, so you, try to, you try to hold on to the cup. But, yeah, I mean, obviously there's mm-hmm. evidence that your country won, so it's not like... yeah. But yeah, but I think the that actual cup, you don't have it. It just goes. And to I mean, the, unless you win it again, unless you win it again. Yeah, I think that's cool. But obviously, they're not going to do it. It's kind of like boxing. Do they do that in boxing? The the belt, is it the same belt? I think they might wrestling and boxing. Uh-huh. I think the belt moves. Okay, that's what I, I thought. I think it does. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I think that is. Yeah, the belt actually moves. Like it doesn't belong to the player. Like it's like, yeah, we'll have he to, owns it. We'll have to talk to the FIFA the FIFA owner. He's pretty easy to bribe, apparently. Uh, yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give him, enough mo- give him enough money and this is, no, seriously. With money, we you can, can do talk, whatever you want in FIFA. We the can World talk Cup a lot about in, Qatar right now. Yeah, but. I was going to say, the World Cup is in Qatar. So you can, you're not telling me that with enough money, you can't do whatever you want in FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, let's so talk more movie. about uh, our movie. Um, so I think we want the movie to start when he gets kicked out. What he gets? What? Sorry, what was the name of the club he was first in? I actually don't know. Okay, uh, but it was in Argentina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wait. So you're telling me this kid, twelve years old, gets drafted to Spain? Yeah. Did his family move? I don't know if his whole family did. He did. You know what's also crazy? That's crazy that about Messi. Messi met his wife when he was five. Let's go, dude. <laughs> yeah. And he's, she, I think, moved out with him. He has three kids. They're at all his games. They're at the World Cup right now. They, all the time, Argentina po- pants to their family in the box. Okay. Um, but he's just a good family guy, too. Like, he met his wife at a That's young cool. age. He's a loyal man. Not just someone who married a, like a, a pop. rich soccer player. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so. That's cool. Messi Club Argentina. Yeah, let's find this out. But I was thinking it would be kind of cool. Um if I'll have mo- to go through the deep Wikipedia. I feel like the movie starts of him getting kicked out of that club. I agree. For his dis- mm. what, what is that? Is it disease, disability, uh, disorder? How, what's the correct terminology to refer to what he what occurred to him? It was. Uh, let me look up what disease he had. <coughs> uh, apparently, I'm sick. I've been coughing a bunch today. Really? Yeah. Oh, what disease did he have? Google's like who. What disease did Messi have? <laughs> what disease does Messi have? Um, growth hormone disorder disorder was what he was diagnosed with. GHD. So how tall is he? 5'7", five, 5'6". Five, I think... That's not even that... I mean, it is short, but it's not that short. It's just like a regular, like, average man. Uh, Argentine, Argentinians exactly. aren't even that tall. They're not. They're t- if you look at their team, that's why it's so scary when they go into corners. Because height is a real advantage because you headed a ball. Our team is so much smaller. <laughs> um, he's his final, but at age 11, but it could have been much different. At age 11, he was 4-4 and was diagnosed with a gross hormone. And so I don't think they, so I believe he did take something later to help his height. Like a growth steroid? Yeah. Or- or, I mean, growth hormone. You can just take growth hormone. I think he did take a growth hormone, which got him up to 5'7". And that's with growth hormones. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, I think okay. he was supposed to be smaller. I think he was supposed to be low fives. But once he got to Barcelona, 
they like gave him treatment, I think, to try to help out. <coughs> but I think his height is actually an advantage for him. Well, that's what I was going to say because obviously the he- be doing headers you need mm-hmm. or height isn't obviously a disadvantage. But every other aspect of soccer, I feel like being short and quick is an advantage because everything's on the ground. I mean, your feet are as low as you can get anyway. Yeah. And that's the only thing that you're allowed to touch it with. Well, your body, but like, I don't feel like being short is that much of a disadvantage. It's weird that they, they would kick him out of his club if he's really that good to be drafted in Barcelona. Right. I know it's kind of an odd thing. What his early life. So he was born in Rosario, Brazil. He, um, his dad was a steel factory manager and his um, mom worked at a magnet manufacturing workshop. And okay. then his dad is from Italy, actually his his great grandson. So they were immigrants to, to think football family. Leo developed a passion for the sport at an early age, played consistently with his older brothers. Um, and two of his cousins became professional footballers too. Really? Okay, so at the age of four, he joined local club Gardonoli at four, <laughs> where he was coached by his father, though his earliest influences as a player came from his maternal grandmother. Um, he was greatly affected by her death shortly before turning the 11th birthday. Um, he's a devout Roman Catholic. He celebrated his goal by looking up a point of this guy in a tribute to his grandmother. Oh, I didn't know that's why he does that. What does he do? So when I, all, a lot of times when he scores a goal, he, like, points up, but that's to his grandmother. Is what that's for. Interesting. Because his grandmother was was uh, the biggest influence on him. That's cool. Um, joined the Rosario Club when he was six years old. He played for Newell's Old Boys, was the club. Um, <laughs> and then his future as a professional was threatened when at age 10, he was diagnosed with a growth hormone deficiency. As his father's insurance covered only two years, which cost at least 1000 per month for the growth hormone treatment. Newell, the club, agreed to help pay for it, but then backed out. That's crazy. He For the club to agree to pay something like that, mm-hmm. at a t- as a 10-year-old, they have to see so much potential, potential. in that yeah. person. Have you seen clips of him as 10? Uh, no. Oh, my goodness. He just runs past defend. Like, he'll start the ball at the middle right at the beginning and just boom, 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 goal. Wow. <laughs> um, and so River Plate is a huge um, – Argentine club, River Plate and Boca Junior. Um, he was getting looked at by River Plate, and he wanted to really badly, but they declined to pay for his treatment. They're like, we're not going to pay for your treatment. Um, and so as Messi did all that, um, they ha- they still had relatives in Spain, and they're like, hey, maybe we can get him a trial with Barcelona. Okay. And So he did have relatives. He did, and then at age 12 or 13... Um, Barcelona offered a contract on a paper napkin and the full family relocated to Barcelona and they moved into an apartment near the club stadium and yeah. And so then he got his treatment and he joined the thing. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he did get his treatment and Barcelona paid for it. Mm, That's part of the deal. 10 year old that's that they want him that bad mm-hmm. that's crazy um imagine one of those i mean Argent- he paid him back oh he did and <laughs> billions of dollars and i mean yeah. billions of I dollars i mean is he not the highest or maybe if he's not currently he has been in the past the highest paid athlete of all time or not he's of the, all time but he's the in sec- the world currently, at a moment. currently. Yeah. he's the second i think cristiano ronaldo's number one but sometimes he's the highest sometimes he's the highest yeah out of any sport mm-hmm yeah. Out of all time. Typically, soccer players are the highest because in basketball, they have cap limits, right? Soccer, there is no limits on how much you can play or pay an athlete. It There's all cap ju- limits in basketball? Yeah. You can only give players a certain amount of money. Which is what? Uh, I don't know. So, a team is given a budget, and they have to stick within that budget. And the NBA restricts your budget, so it keeps it more fair with local teams, if that makes sense. You still have a big market budget, but it keeps it more fair, and the NBA restricts that. In soccer, there is no restrictions. If you have a lot of money and you're wealthy, 
you can buy whatever you want. And so a lot of clubs, um, what people will do is buy very cheap clubs and then they'll progress them through the ranks to get them up higher and higher because they're so cheap. So, so this is interesting. Um, I was just curious because like I, I'm pretty sure I was looking that Messi gets paid $43 million currently. That's his salary for soccer. Yeah. LeBron James' salary for NBA is $44 million. Oh, I mean, it's more than that. $44,474,988. That's his salary. What? That's his NBA salary, but his earnings is $124.5 million through, like, brand deals and stuff. Really? But maybe Messi makes more. What does Messi make? So Forbes. Oh, wait. Ooh. Let's see. Forbes. Highest paid athletes in 2022. Okay. Number one. I wonder if it adds. I had no idea. Number one. Because I'm pretty sure LeBron James is one of the highest paid athletes. Oh, what? Uh, wait, how much is a euro for a dollar? Mm, I think it's a little more. Why? A little more than a dollar? Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, because apparently Messi Barca- with Barcelona, I don't know where I saw the 43 million because his contract is 674 million euros on his current year contract. That sounds about right. And euros is more than a... Uh, I thought it was less, hey, but Siri. maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> hey, how much is a euro in American dollars? <laughs> so a euro equals 1.06 American dollars. So it's more. He's making more than $674 million US Is that just for his soccer contract? I think... So. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Let me see what it specifically says. Or is that in, like commercials and... With FC Barcelona, he will earn more than 555 million euros. Oh, 674 million dollars. Okay, so the 674 is dollars. 600. But 555 million euros from FC Barcelona, not from other stuff. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. The world's ton pays highest paid athletes. Number one is Messi. Um, on the field, he makes 75 million for 2022. Okay, what does that mean? That means his contract, I believe. Okay, I, it's so hard to know what. I mean, even LeBron this stuff James, can't be that accurate. So seventy-five million. LeBron James on field is forty-one million. Okay, so he makes twice as much as, almost twice, not quite. But Messi's off the field is only fifty-five million. LeBron James's off the field is eighty million, twice as much as he makes in the NBA. That makes sense. Because he's a huge Nike guy. He went huge into Nike. Messi does in Adidas. He has his own brand in Adidas. But I think LeBron James pushes his brand more than Messi does. Most big basketball players make way more money off the court than they do on the court. Yeah, because they also have more of the American audience, I think. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? And so yeah. then third is Cristiano Ronaldo. He makes $60 million on the field, $55 million off the field. Neymar makes $70 million. On the field, Stephen Curry makes $45 million. Are you just going through who's the highest? Yeah. You so basketball players and soccer players make the most. Roger Federer. This shows how much <laughs> certain sports you get paid so much more. Roger Federer. I, I can't pronounce his name. He's a big... I know him. He's a big tennis player, right? Okay. Um, he is the seventh highest paid athlete at $90 million. But you don't know how much he's getting paid. 90... Sorry, $90.7 million. How Guess how much is... On field contract is how much he's getting paid to play tennis? Maybe a couple million. 0.7 million. Not even a million. Not even a million. All of his money comes from his like endorsements and. I mean, it makes sense. Like obviously, like people, I've I've heard a lot of people talk about how it's unfair that the WNBA players get paid, um, not as much as the NBA players, Mm -hmm. which. I mean, I see where they're coming from, but also it's like LeBron James' contract makes more money than the entire, like, L.A. Sparks. Right. Like, his contract is worth... Like, he makes more money for the Lakers or forever he was playing with at the time... Than the entire Than the entire Sparks make. So it's like, you can't pay... Exactly, you can't pay. It's like, so obviously soccer and basketball is going to make the most money. Mm -hmm. I would think there'd be some football players up there. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay, yeah. 
He makes 31 million on the field, 52 million off. But it's just like there's how how many people are watching and paying is how much the players get paid. Exactly. I mean, what does the freaking owner of the Barcelona team make? (laughs) Do you want to know how much $300 billion? (laughs) Not that much. That's more than even the richest person in the world, but club. I mean, billionaire. He's a billionaire. Barcelona worth. FC Barcelona football club. Yeah, easy. Um, Barcelona worth. Okay. <laughs> it is, drum roll, $5 billion is how much the club is worth. Yeah. I mean, that's not his salary. And that's not but his yeah. salary. But, but that's, that's just like, how much. That that blows Messi out of the water. Yeah. For how much money. But, man, it's crazy how much people like sports. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. How much do you think the owner of FIFA makes? Oh, yeah, I'm curious. More than the soccer. I don't even know if this number is going to be real because I don't know. He will definitely not release how much this guy makes. And there's a lot of secret deals that he is w- making, if that makes well, sense. Yeah, like how he got paid $3 Bribery. billion by guitar just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hear. Wait, are we talking the president or the owner? Or is that the same person? FIFA president. I think that's the same thing. Okay. Because it's technically an organization. What is uh? <laughs> just say, according to FIFA's annual report, Yanni Infantino, the president, made a total of two point nine million Swiss francs. Okay. Okay. Not much. I mean, a lot. I mean, I want it, but so two point nine million. But you know how much is an expense to keep the FIFA club going? Sixteen point five thousand. Okay. And so the whole rest of that number is just revenue. It's just money making in. Okay. But you are right. That is not as much as I thought. But it's still crazy that the expenses are only that much. Well, they don't freaking build the stadiums. Yeah, Qatar the country does. has to build the stadiums. Yeah. FIFA just shows up and broadcasts the crap. That's really what they do. They're really just like a brand, if that makes sense. Yeah. You just throw the FIFA name under the tournament and it's like... This is FIFA. You know what I mean? Or the video game. FIFA World Cup. Uh, FIFA 23. I'm not even going to lie to you. Up until literally FIFA. this year. Not 2021. 2022. I thought FIFA was a video game. A soccer video game. And that was why. Like, I did not know FIFA was like anything other than that. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought it was the video game. I was like, oh, that's what the soccer video game is called. Well, I was confused about that with Madden too growing up. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah. It was I was like, who's same. Madden? <laughs> It's a video game. It's a football video game because NFL is NFL, but Madden is the game. Uh huh. So yeah, no, I, yeah, that's genuinely what I thought. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't remember when I found that out. I mean, it was you didn't even tell me that. It's someone else told me that. Yeah. But, yeah. But you just thought. <laughs> I just never like thought about it. Yeah. Like, I no, never, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I pretty never. Sure a lot of people who are not football fans wonder the same way about Madden. You know what I mean? They're like, who's Madden? Yeah, they're like it's just the name of the video game, right? And then they're like, no, that was actually a coach and broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, that was major in football, and so though it's iconic, Madden. Yeah. Um, how much time do you have left? Not a lot. Okay, I feel <laughs> like bad. We minutes. we kind of just kind of went on a. <laughs> well, it's just interesting. No, it, I think it's important because to be able to write a movie about a person, we need to know a lot about the who he is just kind of the culture that he's growing up in, which is soccer. Right. Plus uh, soccer is just fun to talk about because mm. we're talking about the world cup right now. Exactly. And I'm excited. Should we do, are we going to try doing a part two with Messi's thing now that we've talked a lot about, like, I don't know. I'd like history. to, do, I'd like to research Messi on my own. Agreed. And I would, I, I would, I think this could be a cool movie. I have some, especially with Messi coming up as like becoming like the greatest soccer yeah, player. And if he time. wins the world cup, we are coming back after the world cup. And oh, coming 100%. Up a, and coming up a movie with this. Easy. If he, if he wins, which I mean, he is, <laughs> yes, not <laughs> I'm not so superstitious, but I'm doing it for you, Carter. Thank you. No, <laughs> when we watch the game, wait. This is interesting. Yeah, tell the freaking <laughs> cookie story. Tell the cookie story, dude. Okay, it works. Okay, <laughs> so a gray Argentine cookie is an alfa horde. What it is, like, it's like two wafer cookies with dulce de leche, which is like a better caramel. I'm just gonna say it's like a better version of caramel. Um, in between, you put the two wafers, and then you dip that whole thing in chocolate. That's just like the basis of what an alpha whore is, right? Well, anyway, I this World Cup, I bought an alpha whore before an Argentina game, and we won. And it was our first win of the World Cup. 
And I was like, now I need to have an alpha horror before every game. And then one during the game. And so I had this alpha horror and uh, I, then we had the second game of the group state, the third game of the group stages. And we won and I had an alpha horror before the game. So now I'm like, okay, I need alpha horrors before the game. But we uh, ran, I ran out of all my alpha horrors. And so the morning of the game, me, Jack, and two of our friends drove all, like, how long did we drive? It was like an hour and a half. It was an hour and a half drive, yeah. It was an hour and a half drive up north just to, to buy, get... a, to buy a cookie. <laughs> it was a fun day. It was, yeah, it was a blast. We also got Panda, you know, Panda's great. And then we drove back, and we had to watch the game later. And so we put all of our phone, and Jack was in with this, which was so fun. And so, like, we put all of our phones in Apple Watches and out of a Garmin that can, like, send notifications. We turned everything off and throw it into a box. So that I, we, we wouldn't find out the score to the game. And then we just went straight home. And watched the game. And right watched away. the game. Yeah. And we won. Yeah. And so. Because we, we ate the cookie. And we bought, I bought like $40 worth of these cookies to last Is that me. what it cost you? Yeah. I think it was like 35 Wow. Wait, how much was a thing of it? Uh, one cookie is like $1.20. $1.25. Oh. Yeah. And so I like. <laughs> but all these cookies. So we have enough for the rest of the World Cup. So I don't have to go back up north. Yep. Unless I need to. And so. But, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we win the World Cup and so you don't have to stop your superstition. I know, right? I mean, because if they don't win the World Cup, they're going to lose a game and you're going to eat a cookie. Exactly. And then it's not going to be real. Yeah, but they're going to win. They will. Yeah. <laughs> they are. And then we'll be back for part two of the messy story. And this is how it'll end. That would be, I mean, because if he wins the World Cup, he, he could officially go- beats Maradona as the greatest Argentine I soccer think so. player. Easy. I'd love, I mean, not that we're going to be the ones. I mean, yeah, let's uh, manifest it. We're going to be the ones to make the movie, and then we can meet Messi. Oh, I would love to meet Messi. I would be too scared. <laughs> Who would we cast as Messi? I mean, because Messi is not an actor. Who would we cast to play him? He would be in the movie, you know, yeah. as a cameo, because they always do that. We need someone a little smaller. I, at first, I was thinking Andrew Garfield. I don't know. You think no, he could, no. He doesn't look like Messi. He doesn't. He's too good looking. To, I mean, Messi's not a good, bad looking guy, but like, he isn't. But he's Andrew Garfield's too. Like, he's a he's an actor. You know what I mean? Like, he's like yeah. a hot actor, if that makes sense. Yeah, actors who look like Messi. <laughs> actors who look like Messi. Uh, I wonder what's gonna come up. I know. I'm kind of intrigued. Okay, they said Christian Bale. Actually, wait. Let me look, look at, a picture at this. Of Chris, I, I with his beard. That's actually not far off. I'm not. I like how they gave you an answer. It. What the heck? Maybe the first people picture are t- to come up. Maybe people are talking about it because it's World Cup time. I think so. Actors who look like Messi. Okay. Mitchell Actually, M- yeah, Christian. Ba- I mean, I know what Christian Bale looks like, but now that I'm looking at a photo of him with the beard, he could play him. Mm-hmm. Look up a picture of Messi if you're listening, because yeah, then you'll agree with us. Bearded version of Messi too. You know who else? Okay, look at this one. Okay, for the fans out there, Mitchell Musso for Young Messi is kind of very close. It's kind of scary. Look at this. Mitchell Musso. Actually, Mitchell Musso. He could be younger, Messi. Well, no, if you gave him a beard. He was on Hannah Montana. Yeah. If, if you gave Musso him a beard. beard now, he could be Messi. This is crazy. That someone, like, made. Yeah. <laughs> this is a funny thing. Someone made a image of people that look like that look like Messi. Lionel Messi. Lionel is a cool name. It is a pretty cool. Oh, do you know? Okay, another reason of how amazing Messi is. In his hometown in Argentina, the country had to ban the name from Messi because too many people were naming their children Messi. And so they had to as their first name? As their first name. And so they had to ban the name Messi. Can you do that? I mean, I guess they did. Yeah, because they were like the census, like at least, yeah. I mean, I'd, I probably wouldn't name my kid Messi, but I'd name him Lionel. Lionel, yeah. But Lionel's actually kind of a popular name in, I think, in Norway. Yeah, but too. like that's the thing is it's just like a regular name. Yeah. Like it's not related to Messi. Uh-huh. But you know it's he's named after Messi. You know what I mean? He's named after Messi, yeah. And it's kind of a sick name. And Leo is your nickname, and Leo is a lion. Like, it's a cool, like, it's just a solid name. Like, Lionel is just, yeah, it's just a sick name. You can be nicknamed Leo. Because I also, when I have a kid, I want to name him a name that has a cool nickname, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I'm Carter. 
<laughs> You're just car or cartographer is what I call you for some reason. You do call me cartographer. Yeah. <laughs> I, just I, like I do have nicknames, but they're longer than my actual name. All my nicknames are like longer than Carter. Cartographer. Um, I like lengthen- I like lengthening people's names. Yeah. That's my favorite. Allison. Yep. One I, of our friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always call people if they have, if they're, if they go by a nickname, I call them by their full name always. Uh-huh. And if they go by their full name, you just need a longer name <laughs> or I'll try to come up with one. Like I'm trying to think of an example of somebody that isn't, oh shoot. What did I, well, like my friend, my uh, cousin, oh, I saw her over Thanksgiving. She's, I don't know she's like 15, I think, but her name's Daisy. And so I was trying to think of what I would call her. So I just kept calling her Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes. Um, and then my other cousin, who's even younger than her, it's her brother. His name is Leif, which I didn't know that was a name, but Leif, Leif. So I was calling him Lafayette. Lafayette. <laughs> Lafayette. <laughs> so I just like try to come up with long, I like it. I like long it. names. Uh-huh. Lafayette. But when I was maybe he goes by Lafayette sometimes. But I think I think his name is legally Leif on his birth certificate. But I think he was named after somebody like in our family who was named Lafayette. Oh, okay. So I think he knows that. Because I was calling him Lafayette, and he was, like, responding. And he's, like, too young to, like, mm-hmm. be smart enough. I mean, like, how old? He, like, he's, like, three. Oh, so, like, he oh, was responding yeah. to Lafayette. Uh-huh. So, he, he, so I think he, he knows that that's, his, knows that's something his name. About, yeah, of. like Lafayette. Lafayette or Lafayette? No, Lafayette. Lafayette. Okay, Lafayette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't just saying it weird. That's okay. how it said. Really? Oh, cool. I like yeah, it. Man. Well, we've been at an hour. If he, if, uh, when he wins the World Cup, um, we're so confident about this that we gave a pre episode <laughs> to discuss the soccer history. So when Messi wins the World Cup, when we write the movie about Messi, yeah, we know it's you all happen. know the history. And, and so you're going to hear this episode before he wins, and you're going to know that we knew what was going to happen. Yes, knock on wood. And if Brazil wins, we're going to have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you think, I mean, Realistic. to, to, realistically, if Argentina doesn't win, who's going to win? Is it Brazil? Brazil, you think? Brazil. I think Brazil. It's one of the two. I've seen Bra- Brazil play. Ooh, they're good. The thing is, is Argentina and Brazil can't play each other in the final. It'll, yeah, it'll have to be semifinal. Which is kind of annoying, but. But you know who could play in the final? And it's a matchup that I would never want. Cristiano Ronaldo versus Messi. Uh, Just because wait, if we who lost. Who is Cristiano Ronaldo playing for? Portugal. Okay, Portugal and Argentina could play? Yes. Which is that I, likely? No, no. You Port- don't think Portugal's no. going to win? Cuz France and England are on their is on their side as well. Okay. And France and England are better than Portugal by like a lot. A lot. I think Cristiano Ronaldo in my opinion as of right he was great in the past. But as of right now he's good, but he is not as good as he used to be. He's like 38. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to call my shot. It's going to be Argentina versus England. And Argentina I, is going to win kay. two to one. No, no, Argentina no three and to England, three to one. Argentina and England hate each other. Oh, yeah? So there was a war where Argentina only had, it was during like the. England likes to have a war with literally every I know. country. <laughs> and so there was a, so my dad lived in Argentina. Um, and th- he would get threatened a lot of times because he was white and he looked like he was from England. Uh-huh. And Argentinians just hate those from England because there was a war where um, Argentina only had, like, there was this island that England was trying to gain control of. I actually heard about this war because yeah. an Argentine girl in my history class did a speech about it. Yeah, it's massive as Argentina. And anyway. It's their only war. England used, like, modern weapons, and Argentina did not have modern weapons. Uh-huh. And they just, like, massacred. It was just like a bloodbath for Argentina. And so Argentina hates England. And so, still and, to this day, yeah, especially in even in soccer, like it, it could get violent. Like it would be very, <laughs> mm. it would um, be a good one. I, I would actually be down for Argentina versus England. It could easily happen. Yeah, they could. Or Argentina versus France. That would be less fun. That'd be less fun, but still good. England and France is playing. Has a team ever won twice in a row, or a country? I mean, yes. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, because France is the reigning champs, so if they win again, which they have a high presented or high chance because they could easily be in the finals. Yeah. I think France, France is most likely to make it to the finals. Okay. They on are paper. technically over England on that side. There's been a lot of upsets though. There has a lot of the Euro teams are out. Yeah. Germany belt. Belgium was ranked second in the world and they are, didn't even make it past the group stage. Who did they lose to? 
Uh, South Korea. Okay. Korea has to play Brazil, which is sad. I, I know. That is I, sad. I, I was rooting for Korea because like, hey, I, I have a lot Korea- of Korean friends that have, I've mm-hmm. been talking to about the World Cup, mm-hmm. and they were so excited when, when – I mean, like, it was crazy. When Belgium lost to uh, uh, Korea, like, it was a huge deal. Like, um, And so I've been rooting for uh, Argentina because you're a fan and, and Korea, but they have to play Brazil. So, so I mean, if they beat Brazil, that's going to be insane. Yeah. I mean, they did beat the number two, so they have a chance. And so they do. And so here's what's funny, though. <laughs> this is what my brother says, and it's always nerve-wracking because Argentina should win on paper a lot of their games. But if you're a country, even if you're not thought of as as good, you made it to the World Cup. And so, like, you're already above some of the best, right? Yeah, and you're already you, a pro soccer player that can make a goal. And if you make it past the group stages, too, like, the countries that are right now left, you can never underestimate them. Like... It's yeah. It's it doesn't a, matter. Like yes, you know Argentina is great, but if we don't play well against Australia, Australia almost tied us up and won at the end. Oh yeah, if it weren't for that save, right? If at it the wasn't end. for that save by Martinez, they would have tied. And it, they could have won. And they could have won, even though we should have easily won that game. And so, it doesn't matter who you play. South Korea. <laughs> That's cute. Could be Brazil. No, <laughs> I'm excited for it. I want them to be Brazil. I ho- I'd I, love to see Argentina. You know, that would be a fun game for us to watch. Because it would. I would love to root for Korea and you root for Argentina. Yeah. Saturday. is That w- that would be Saturday if that happens. If that does? When is no. Korea playing Brazil? You mean I root for Brazil and you root for... No, no. I'm just saying when are they playing? Because if, oh. if Korea wins and Argentina wins, when will they play? Tomorrow? Question mark? Okay. I think. It's okay. soon. Because are they playing... They're playing in the first round, right? Yeah. Let's see. What's tomorrow's games? Brazil versus Korea. 12 o'clock. Okay. Skip your classes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do, the only class I have tomorrow is at 12. Really? <laughs> I have one at 1230. Yeah, so. mine's actually at 1230. Okay. Now watch it. And then Japan versus Croatia. Oh. Japan's still in. Yeah, they are. So, there'll be good games tomorrow. I'm excited. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Well. All right. That's the end of this episode. Thank you all for watching. Don't forget to knock on wood. Don't forget to knock on wood. And don't forget to watch the um, World Cup final. England versus Argentina. Yep. Calling it. Calling it right now. Let's jump back into the void.